Welcome to Wham Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast. I'm Wham James, whether I like it or not, and in the third week of our show, back by popular demand, we have Kyle talking to Aaron about how the process continues to go for the both of them. Hi, Kyle. Hi, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing so good. I never, all of our episodes, all the interviews, I've never heard them just start by just greeting one another. I love it. Oh, really? I don't think I, I don't think so. Yeah, no, probably not. Well, I thought we would try something different. We're going to switch it it up a little bit. Since today is the 15th where we apparently switch manuscripts, we're also going to switch up our intro. Yeah. Yeah. James, the the host decided to just spring that on us um, in the little chat today, just saying, all right, here, everybody swap. Here's what you're writing now. Yeah. So I'm writing your book now. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. It's, it's going to go great. I think, um, We'll find out because I know nothing about Missouri or superheroes. Yes. So um, that's actually my first note on my list of things to discuss tonight is that I don't know why I listened to all of your episodes, but I had it in my head until very recently that you were writing a high fantasy. I am not writing a high fantasy. I'm also not really writing a superhero uh, story. It is, um, although I would forgive James for thinking that because um, in the last uh, episode or the last interview I did with Morgan, I read an excerpt where my main character kept claiming that he had superpowers, right? Um, which is not accurate, but it is is an urban fantasy. I think it fits that bill. Okay. Of yeah, fantastical things. Yeah, that was kind of what I was thinking based on what we had talked about long before this podcast project was ever conceived. Yeah. When you first were telling me about your book, I thought that yes. it was more of like an urban fantasy post-apocalypse. Situation. Except it would be it would be fun to set a high fantasy in Missouri, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that would be just lots of fun. Can you do that? There's lots of elves in the Mark Twain National Forest. Okay, well then I guess you can. There you I go. Do, I don't know enough about fantasy to know if high fantasy requires that everything have magical names, or if you can pick a real place and just set a fantasy novel there and have it still be high fantasy. But I think if the real place is magical and has elves, exactly then that's it that's all you need that's all you need is elves there could be a whole thing like why is the mississippi river so brown (laughs) it's a (laughs) curse that the good white bird cast on the river Mm because a fish attacked him how's your nano going yeah it's um well there's a reason that i've been not talking about it (laughs) (laughs) honestly it's not going bad i did not hit my word count yesterday So I'm a little bit behind today. I have about 2,000 words that I need to write today, and I have written 152, and it has taken me all damn day to do it. Yeah. But last weekend, I went to a writing retreat up in Michigan with some friends, and I had had these grand plans of getting super far ahead. And then two of the friends who were there aren't actually writing anything right now. Like, one of them is working on something, but she needed to restructure, so she spent the weekend kind of restructuring instead of writing And the other friend is writing, but she's not doing nano. So she wasn't really feeling like she needed to meet any word counts or anything. She she didn't feel the pressure. Right. So last year when we did this, we were all doing nano and Mika was on deadline and Christina was sort of on deadline. And so we were really all like trying really hard to make sure that we just really got our word counts in. This year, 
that was not the case. And there were also more of us. And so we ended up just kind of like goofing around a lot more. That I mean, that's what I imagine, because I love the idea of a writer's weekend. But I imagine that if I was stuck in a cab, not stuck, but if I uh, was in a cabin for a weekend with all the people on this podcast trying to write, I think I would lose words, which I yep. don't know how you do that. But I think words would be lost because I would just it's it's so good to be with the people. Yeah, some I, I think you lose words because somebody would inevitably spill pickle juice on your keyboard. <laughs> And, well, and fry your mainframe. And, and that's then, the, and that's why we don't, the pickle juice needs to be banned. Yep. That's my new political party and the platform is no pickle juice. I'm no highly against juice. it. Yep, yep. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was a really fun weekend and I did get a little bit ahead, but not as far ahead as I had wanted to, especially because Monday was driving back to Virginia from Michigan. And every time I go to Michigan, it snows the night before I leave to come home. And so I have to drive through Michigan in the snow, and then it turns to rain for all of Ohio. And then by the time I get to Clear Skies, Pennsylvania, it's dark out. Gotcha. So you're saying as soon as Michigan figures that out, they're going to stop you from coming because you're just ruining their weather. They have actually told me that next year I might not be allowed to come. (laughs) They said no (laughs) more. To this weekend. But yeah, so I what was supposed to be a nine and a half hour drive took me 12. So I didn't get a lot of writing done on Monday. I pulled over at a rest area to wait out the rain at one point and got like 200 and change words in. Gosh, but wouldn't that be just, that's like the American uh, romantic novelist dream of, and by romantic, I mean like not the genre you're writing, but just like the idealized version of just like stopping at a rest stop and like uh, writing out the most pivotal part of your book in the middle of nowhere. Doesn't that sound so dramatic and wonderful? It does. It does. We were Don't you wish you had done that? (laughs) I do. I wish that I had done anything pivotal. Um, and not just written some garbage words that will end up being cut from the final draft. But that that is the worst feeling I think so far of NaNoWriMo. Uh, this obviously being my first compared to this is your second, uh, fourth, fourth, eighth, fourth. Yeah. Fourth, where I have never done a revision editing second draft of a, a project of especially the size. And so I know some of the words I'm writing are so bad. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm not going to edit it right now because that word hunts, you know, like that, like that dog hunts, this word counts and I, it needs to stay, even yep. though I know it's so bad. It's so bad. And I have to keep it in there. How do you fight that? It's how do you just push through. I am a very competitive person and I like to win things. I don't know if you've noticed that about me. Uh, did you get that did you get that 14 day streak badge? Oh, you know I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely right. did. Um so yeah, I just remind myself that every bad word I write gets me a little bit closer to winning nano. Okay. And I just tell myself this is a problem for future Aaron to deal with. Gosh, that is the truth. That that was a big theme of me and Morgan's discussion of um there's a a segregation, a compartmentalization uh, between uh, future Kyle and, and uh, present Kyle. Yeah, because it's it's a lot. How is your uh, how is your Nano going overall? Aside from the bad words that you <laughs> that you think that you're writing. Besides the bad words I'm writing, yes, and I don't just mean the F word. <laughs> I'm sure you have written that one a lot, though. I have written that one a lot. It's very easy to throw in some dialogue. Yes, especially it is. with the youth. You know, the youth they mm-hmm. love that word. Yeah, the youth okay, they boomer. love that word. <laughs> 
<laughs> nice. It's going to be real good for SEO, and I think that's what's important. Exactly. My project is going, I have to say, big picture, it's going well. I've written more words than I've ever written for this story. I have done so much more with it than I could possibly have dreamed I would have actually accomplished. At micro level, it's real bad, Aaron. <laughs> It's so bad. It's so bad. I, uh, I'm like pulling, and this is not uh, great because I was supposed to, you know, last week it was bad. I was talking with Morgan about it. I was behind, but that was supposed to be the reinvigoration. And I was going to come back and, you know, this week's episode be like, I've solved everything and everything's perfect, but it's not, it's not that way yet. I am, I'm pulling up my stats according to the NaNoWriMo site. I haven't written today and I am, oh, 9,000 words behind. It's okay. You can, you can make that up. I can make that up. If only I can just write 9,000 words. I think one issue too is I'm a very slow writer. Every time I've sprinted with another writer, I'm consistently like half of their, <laughs> of oh. their uh, word count just because I write much more slowly, I think. But, but that probably means that you have better words. If you're, cause I know you've said before that you do some editing in your brain as you're writing. Yeah. And so your words are probably better and more usable than those of us who this year I've been trying really hard when I sprint to not just put down any word that comes to mind even if I know it's terrible I'm trying to actually get like a usable draft because last year I would sprint and I would just try to get the most words and so I got many words and so many of them were just utter drivel completely I mean like I'm pretty sure it was during a sprint that I did the thing where I sent my character to Panera yeah and just had her list off all of the bagels the infamous Panera scene yeah I want that in in the movie version of your book I need that scene to be added in (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be a requirement. You're going to have some licensing and issues with Panera, but like, I think it'll work out and it needs to be in there. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, I find that scene crucial to the story that I haven't read. (laughs) It's, um, it's, it's pretty important. I did have to narrow it down some just because I feel like the reader doesn't need to just read the Panera menu in my book. But I, I agree that when the, the film version of that book is made, it, it will be absolutely critical that the characters just sit there and have an in-depth conversation about every item on the Panera menu. Exactly. That's what matters. That's yeah. what really matters. Yeah. Yeah. So so my Nano on, on a larger scale, though, is good. I have uh, talked about this before, but my overall project goal is 80,000, uh-huh. um, combining words that I've written before. And so right now I am uh, at 45,000 words overall for the story. So that's over halfway which That's I really love. Good. Yeah, so I'm feeling that part of it. And I've written, um, I just killed my main character's parents. So like feeling good. Just yeah. kind of about all the trauma that I get to give other people. So that's that's kind of nice. Yeah, I think when you talked to Morgan, you were going to have to do that, but you hadn't done it yet. Yeah, now Is it's done. Right? Can't undo now it. It's, it's done. You can't undo it. Can't undo it. <laughs> once, <laughs> There's a no way. once a character's dead in a first draft, that's that's just all there is. Exactly. I, I think even Tracy said that. Uh, she was just like, you know, you don't, like, you don't have to kill them. And I was like, no, but I do. I, it's the only thing. It's the only thing. Yeah. And now I know how God feels. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I mean, that must make you feel very powerful. It makes me feel very powerful. I have never killed a character. That's kind of a lie. I killed a character once, but the whole plot of the book involved time travel to go back and make sure that they didn't die. Oh. And at the end, they didn't die. So I don't know if it counts as having killed a character. Plus, the character was dead at the beginning of the book. You kill the character with natural causes. No, no, no. There was a car crash. Oh, okay. Um, and the whole A car thing... crash that naturally occurred. Yes, yes. It was a car crash that naturally occurred. 
Yeah. Yeah, the book opened with the main character finding out that her friend had been killed in this car crash. And then the rest of the book was time travel to change the course of history. Gotcha. in the end, it worked, and that character didn't die. So I don't know if that counts as killing a character, since he was dead before the book started. I think the reason why we kill characters is for the trauma and for the juice that we get to squeeze out of that drama. It's true. And I think that counts for you because your whole story was basically the juice that you squeezed out of that initial trauma, it sounds like. It's true. Also, it was pretty bad juice, just in case (laughs) anyone was wondering. What is the opposite... Not the wet, the hot American <laughs> moon juice that no, we love it was, and crave. It was dry, cold. Pickle juice. It's the opposite of moon juice, in case you were wondering. Yeah, what's the opposite of American? Russian? Russian? <laughs> yeah, it, it was dry, cold Russian pickle crud. Crud curds. I think curds, curds is the opposite pickle, yeah, of juice. Yeah. Pickled curds. curds. I'm going to vomit <laughs> on the show. This Don't is do disgusting. That. Don't do that. Let's change the subject. You want to talk about the next thing on my note to, for, of things to talk to you about? I really do. So I had this moment while I was writing where I had like super hardcore deja vu for like an entire paragraph. And so my question to you is, is it plagiarism if you have deja vu (laughs) while you're writing and so you're stealing words from yourself but in another timeline? That's a great question. That's a great question. I thank you so much for calling into this program where I answer these questions. (laughs) Would you rather be writing words right now? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to write this story about the the author who actually John Boyne has an amazing novel called The The Ladder All the Way Up or The Ladder to the Sky or something. I can't remember. Uh, John Boyne, who wrote The uh, Kid in the Striped Pajamas, and he has a bunch of other really good books. But the entire premise of the book is over the course of one author's life, but he's not a very good, he can't write a good story okay. and so he steals other people's stories he can just write really well but he steals other people's stories and sells it and becomes a best-selling author and so that's basically what you've written but you are the you are the victim and right. the uh criminal and i love it and i i crave it and i want to see it so yes it's fine because i want it does that make it a victimless crime you know, one time I actually had a philosophy professor who asked a question. He said, can you break a promise to yourself? And the philosophical answer to that question was yes, because uh, both to break a promise, you have to both parties need to agree to it. And if you're the only party, then you agree to it by mm-hmm. doing it. So I think, yes, if you are the victim and the perpetrator, but you agree to commit the crime, you're no longer a victim and you are <laughs> only a person making a choice. Good. So in a way, in a way, we're all just victims of ourselves when yep. you really think of it. I mean, we decided to do this thing. That's true. Both, you know, NaNoWriMo and this podcast where we put out into the world for literally anyone to listen to us talk about how bad we are at NaNoWriMo. Exactly. And I don't want to know the people that found this podcast just by searching wet juice. I, I, well, yeah, no, that one I probably don't want to know. I want to find, I I would love to know who manages to just randomly find this podcast from searching things that are not wet juice. Yeah. But yeah, if you found this by searching wet juice, just maybe don't tell us that part. Stick around. (laughs) You know, uh, we're going to tease it. Aaron, you're just blinking a lot. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) I'm I'm waiting to see what you come up with. No, it's going to be a tease till the very end. They have to stay with us the whole month. Oh, okay. Okay. That's when the juice happens. Okay. (laughs) 
Yes. That's a promise for Kyle's final episode. That is when the juice happens. There's another potential episode title for you, Tracy. (laughs) There's a lot. You really can't stop it. I want to know really badly, how do you make yourself have deja vu? Because I would love that. Because I'm kind of in the middle of my story right now. It's kind of the boring part where they've already entered the new world and that part of the hero's journey. And it's that big, literally in a hero's journey, it's just like trials and learning or something or trials and growth is that part of the hero's journey. But it's like most of it. Like, it, but it's yeah. such a, a tiny aspect of it. It's so not inconsequential, but it's such a plot heavy thing that I'm like, I need to fill all of this now. So basically what I'm saying is how do I get deja vu so I know what I'm going to write so I can just write that? Yeah, I I don't know. I think, I mean, if you're going to do what I was doing, you need to yeah. go sit on the sofa with your dogs. Okay. You need to spend just a lot of time scrolling on Facebook before you start to write. Well, hold on. I've done that before. And all I get is sad. And then you need to go. But have you done it while sitting on the couch with your dogs? No, that's true. I need to get the old dog over here. I mean, you might need to do it while sitting on the couch with my dogs. So, (laughs) yes, Virginia road trip. There you go. Hey, Siri, plot a course to Virginia. Oh, man. I really wish that your phone had actually spoken to you right there. I I tried to say it just softly enough so that she didn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Just to make sure. Virginia. Yeah. Oh, that would be so good, though. Come visit me and sit on my couch and write with my dogs. You'll get so much deja vu, Kyle. All the deja vu. You're going to start so many new timelines. That So, I mean, kind of like speaking of deja vu, but um, for other things, I think there is a very weird circumstance during NaNoWriMo where you have such a singular purpose and singular drive of trying to finish this one story that you're writing and focusing on for this month. But before NaNoWriMo, we were doing kind of those short little uh, uh, story Inktober uh, prompts. And one of them I haven't stopped thinking about and I have been developing in my mind. I haven't written any of it down, but I just after that story and I shared it with some friends and now I'm just like, I this is going to be it. This is going to be the next story. And I can't stop prepping it in my mind. Yeah. How do you stop that? Have you done have you had to do that whenever you're in NaNoWriMo and you start thinking of other projects? So you're like, ooh, I can do that. Yes. Last year, I definitely started writing this story that I'm writing right now. Yeah. In the middle of NaNoWriMo. I was like, oh, hey, I know how this story wor- goes. And well, but so to I be fair, yours is a sequel, right, of the a, one you're writing. Well, it's a sequel in that it takes place in the same, like, town and has, like, the best friend of the first book's character, but it's it's pretty much a standalone. Okay, so it's like, it, first you had Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and then second you had Ron Weasley and the Chamber of Secrets. Yes, Got yes. it. I understand. I Yeah, I definitely made a bunch of notes. I did. I That's what I let myself do when I was like in the car driving. I would just turn on voice to text or a voice memo and I would just make notes about the story that I wanted to be writing that I couldn't yeah. write because it wasn't my nano story. So that might gotcha. help. Yeah. It, it didn't feel as satisfying because it was just me talking to myself in my car, which I do all the time anyway. So it didn't feel <laughs> special at all. Yeah. But... Maybe it'll help. Can I ask which Inktober prompt it was? Because I think I know. I think you know because it's the only one I actually like cared about and wrote more words for. Um, Is it, it the was swing the swing one. It was the swing one. Yeah. Yes, 
write that story. I want to read that story. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that's what's probably come the most out of that is, is sharing just that little bit that was just a random prompt that I spent 45 minutes on. And that since I was so happy with just with kind of how it had turned out and shared it with other people. And they're like, hey, I'm going to need to know what happens next. And I'm like, I don't know what happens next. Um, so now I've been asking those questions and I want to figure it out because it, it did. It was a very open ended, not shallow, but like. Uh, not a deeply described circumstance of, of what I wrote that was kind of post-apocalyptic, but not. And now I'm just like, I want to know what happens and I have to write it because nobody else wrote it. <laughs> I know that's, that's the thing. I get frustrated when I'm like, I want to read this story, but it only exists in my head. Yeah. Like nobody else has written it. So I can't just read it. I have to write it first. And I don't, yeah. I don't know what the story is. I only know what like the basic like jacket copy is yeah that so, book cover looks good yeah and I, have, I, need, I now i need the rest of the book exactly and then i have to write the whole thing and that's why a lot of um there are a lot of wonderful stories in the world that i want to read and they're just never gonna i'm never gonna read them because yeah. i have to write them first and i don't want to i'm that's struggling true. this time because i don't typically outline Okay. Like this is the first time I'm trying to do this while I'm outlining and now that I've outlined it, I'm I'm in the middle slump right now where like like you said there's not a whole lot happening. I'm trying to get I had like a chunk of the middle of my book that was like they're not dating yet, but they will be eventually. Yeah. <laughs> and so trying to get to the next point that I have outlined, I'm it's it's such a slog. But then I don't even care to get to the next point because now I like I, I outlined, I know how the story ends. I don't right. want to write the story anymore. I know I know <laughs> what the ending is. I'm bored. You're, you're I like, wanna... I've already seen the end of this one. Yeah, I want to move on to something else. That makes sense. That is so. frustrating. I'm, I'm honestly considering jumping ahead to like more exciting stuff and kind of coming back because I, I largely, I did a jump ahead in where I jumped a few chapters ahead to start writing that because mm-hmm. it was it was coming better than the other stuff. But since then, I've jumped back and filled in that gap. And now I'm back to where I'm just like writing chronologically. And I'm like, oh, uh, now I feel like there's more pressure because I don't have anywhere else to jump around. But I'm like, I'm just, I should just jump ahead to the future. That's what I'm going to probably do. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that, too. I did that a bunch last year, and I ended up with a whole bunch of scenes that I had to cut because they didn't ultimately end up making sense once I had filled in the gaps that I hadn't wanted to write before. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. well, now I filled in this gap with this brand new information that I didn't, my brain didn't know when I wrote <laughs> that scene that took place in the car. And so now that car scene doesn't make any sense. So I guess I have yeah. to cut it. And so yeah. I was trying really hard to write linearly this time, but I don't think that that's how my brain works. I think I can write no. linear, linearly up to a point and then I need to skip ahead to where my outline picks up and I need to write that stuff, even though I don't want to because I already know what happens. Right. Whatever. Well, and it's difficult too whenever you're in something like nano and every second that goes by is is a word that you didn't write. Exactly. A matter, all the seconds we've spent right now doing this, there are a bunch of words that I didn't write and they're gone now. And that's why a NaNoWriMo podcast during NaNoWriMo was a, a really bad idea. Yeah. And who came who came up with that? Who's legally liable for all this? I don't know. I think it's no. James. <laughs> It's James. It's definitely James. James is the host. I think he is. I think he's on the hook for this one. Which it's weird how you just asked him to be the host and then he just said yes, like he didn't know that you would frame him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's known me long enough to like he's I guarantee he's just been sitting there in the the Wham Juice just group in the Wham Juice, just sitting in (laughs) In the Wham Juice. juice. He just sits in the Wham Juice. (laughs) He just sits there waiting for me to frame him for something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't sit in the wham juice and not just feel 
terrible. Yeah, it's true. What what else do you got on your post-it note? What what, I, I want to know what, what else a, you got on there. Um, oh, you want to hear about the movie that I wrote for or created for my uh, for my book? Yes, please. I had to send my characters to a kids movie. Okay. And so I created a Teen Titans style animated series um, called Crunch Squad <laughs> because Crunch Squad. because there was a box of cinnamon toast crunch sitting on the table. Yeah. And it is starring Cinnamon and Sugar, who are twins. Beautiful. And the other characters are Chip and Crackers, and the villain okay. is the Sauce Master. Oh, no, the only thing that can destroy all of those. Exactly. So <laughs> I don't know what the plot is. I just literally needed some character names for them to talk about. But That's I, so good. I basically am imagining like a Teen Titans, like there's a lot for the grownups, but the kids enjoy it too. Yeah. Kind of like Cartoon Network type thing. That, that makes sense. You know, the, yeah, the millennial parents... Yeah. And they're Gen Z kids. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's probably not even Gen Z anymore. Yeah, I don't know what it is. That's ama- That actually makes me think of something I forgot that I was going to bring up because um, I did want to talk about how I think it's rather insensitive for the world to be like, okay, here's a month where you can write an entire novel. You're going to write 50,000 words. You're going to do it all in these 30 days. Mm-hmm. Um, but also... Hey, what if we just um, made all of your childhood available to stream on November 12th? And so how about that? How does that feel? Um, And then I sat in front of the TV like a good Disney boy and Disney Plus started streaming. And I think it's cruel. How how are you dealing with that? You have children, so you're used to being distracted. Yes. Well, so I forgot about Disney Plus completely until it had already been live for a day. And then I was like, wow. oh, I should probably download that and, and like log in and stuff. And then I didn't do that for another day. So I missed wow. out on two solid days of Disney+. Plus. I just, we just turned it on for the first time tonight. Like I set it up yesterday, but we just yeah. turned it on for the first time tonight. And I convinced my six-year-old that she should watch Chippendale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> okay. Which I have fond, because I was like, I want her to watch like a show. I don't want her to watch a movie. I want her to watch like a movie's worth of... 20-minute episodes. Yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. So she definitely watched like two hours worth of TV. I should have just let her watch Frozen like she wanted to. Uh, Because Frozen (laughs) would have been easier for me to tune out because I've seen it so many times. I haven't seen Rescue Rangers since I was a kid. The nostalgia wouldn't hit you so hard. Exactly. So I was like, well, I'll go in the other room to write and let her watch TV in here. So I went in the other room and I sat here and I stared at my computer screen and I listened to Rescue Rangers and I thought... I wonder what's actually happening because based on what like the dialogue I'm hearing, I have no idea what's going on on that show. And so I would get <laughs> up and I would peek in on it and then I'd be like, okay, no, I need to go back and write. And so I'd sit down at the computer again, just rinse, repeat for two hours. Yeah. It was, it was that. <laughs> I honestly, I cannot imagine those of you doing NaNoWriMo who have children. I honestly cannot imagine how you do it. I had one night, one Saturday night, it was November 2nd. So Nano had just started and I was babysitting my three nephews and I finally got them to, I got two of them to bed and then one of them was just like, I finally just put him in front of Netflix. And so he just started watching some monster show on Netflix for kids. Mm-hmm. And I just set up in the little kitchen dining room table and was like, all right, I'm going to write some words. And it was the slowest I've ever written because every time I'd be like, what is what is Mrs. Frankenstein going to do? She's being framed for the teeping the normal kids high school. How is she going to deal with that? Gosh, I wish she didn't have to go through. Okay, now I have to write. Yep. A story. I j- and it's like the stupidest stuff. And yet I was sitting there watching it, eating leftover Halloween candy. I can't imagine what being an adult 
And I say adult because you have children. I'm not an adult. <laughs> not yet. Okay. They let me vote, but that's it. I cannot imagine what adults with children do, how you do it during NaNo. Yeah, it's, well, honestly, the leftover Halloween candy has been more of a problem than the kids because I keep going okay. to get more of it. Yeah. And I can't, I can't, I keep having tr- this problem where I can't find my computer because there's so many candy wrappers on my desk. <laughs> Which is a real legitimate problem. There's just, just, we had so much candy left over. Yeah. Because we got a really bad storm come through on Halloween. And so trick-or-treating lasted for like an hour and change. And so we had so much, and I had bought for, you know, expecting trick-or-treating to go until like 930 and right. it was over by seven. So, so you didn't you didn't even get the diversity of going house to house candy. You just ended up with all the candy you bought. Yeah, we have we have all of the house to house candy that the kids got. But then yeah. I also have an entire bowl of the stuff that I got that I had bought stuff I like, thinking, well, if we have any left over, at least it'll be good stuff. Right. And what ended up happening was we had so much left over that now I'm I'm tired of candy. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I, just, I keep eating it because it's there, but I don't want it anymore. Now your Thanksgiving turkey will have a, a side of Milky Ways just yes, kind of layered around it. Exactly. It'll be so chocolatey and meaty and just the worst. Yeah, but that's good. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron you, you know what I've loved about our conversation here is that it feels like we just needed a break. <laughs> it really does. I just, I really needed to not be working on my stupid book. I hate my book and I hate my characters and I want them all to, you know what? I'm exactly. the author. I can kill them all. <laughs> That's what my mom used to say to me. That, that you were the author and you could kill them all? No. Or I no. made you and I can, t- I, I brought you into this world and I can take you out of it? Yeah. yeah, it's that one. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, it's true though. These these it characters is. are your children, and they want you to spend time with them this, exactly. this month of Nano. But if you don't want to spend time with them, you can just drop an android. An android, that's not the word I was looking for, <laughs> asteroid. <laughs> Kyle, I'm so <laughs> tired. Did you say an asteroid? <laughs> yeah. After I said android, I said asteroid. I was going to say you could just drop an asteroid on them. <laughs> Kyle, I'm so tired. Oh my god! And I think this is a crucial lesson, just to understand. Hey, look, we're all gonna get behind. (laughs) We're all behind. The important thing is write 50 words so you can update your word count and keep your streak. Exactly, because digital badges are very important. (laughs) Get the badge, close the laptop, and go to sleep. Just enjoy it. Take a break. Watch Disney Plus, but make sure you get back on it the next day. And also, holy shit, why is my word count 8,000 words? Oh God. Yes, it's okay. This conversation that we're having right now where I said the wrong word and then we both just laughed for 30 seconds and then we were like, no, it's fine. We have a whole other half a month to catch up. We'll be fine. Oh, God, why do we do this? That's what I expected this podcast to be by this point. So I'm I'm glad that we're doing exactly what the prophecy foretold. (laughs) <laughs> because your deja vu is powerful. My deja vu is so powerful. Next week, I don't know what is going to happen. Because my hope yeah. is that I will be able to get caught up and possibly even ahead this weekend. Because my yeah. kids are going to a birthday party tomorrow that is four hours long, which is a ridiculously long child's birthday party. It's too long. The kid, The kid is going to turn another number yeah by the end of it exactly but i'm not going to complain because i'm going to use that four hours to go to the coffee shop next door and i'm going to get a bunch of words in and if you see me on the group chat you tell me no you tell me go you tell me aaron yeah this is your four hours to write your words you get off messenger and you go write the words not here in the messenger you go into scrivener and you write the words 
What, when is that again? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Hey, everybody, when you see Aaron on Twitter tomorrow, you go yell at her and say, go back to the coffee house. <laughs> tomorrow, three days before this episode airs. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe maybe by Tuesday, time travel will have been invented. Look, I'm so tired. I <laughs> time know. Is, time is nothing but words to me now. I see it like the Matrix. I know. It's like when you play too much Candy Crush and you close your eyes and you oh, just God. see the candies. It's like yeah. that, but in, when I close my eyes, I should be seeing just so many words, but I'm not writing so many words. I close my eyes, I just see a blinking cursor. That's it's it. just That's mocking me. It's mocking me in my sleep. <laughs> it's, it's mocking my... me when I'm awake. I am the cursor. You're the... the cursor is me. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying you were the cursor and you were going to start mocking me. No. I would never. I just feel... Yes, you... Oh, don't I say feel. you would never. You absolutely would. I would. You I would. 100% would. You said asteroid. <laughs> Well, first I said android, which is not remotely the right word. I mean, you no. could drop a giant android on them. You could, it's true. Either or a C-3PO a bad, or a cheap style phone. android or a giant phone or whatever. You could have someone throw a cell phone at a character and hit them in the head and they fall off a cliff and die. And that's it. <laughs> I, I don't... I think I don't, you just found the, you found the end of your story. <laughs> I think I did. And I think the end of my story hits just before 25,000 words. Oh, God. Yeah, I've changed my nano goal. My nano That's goal is thing. now, uh, ju- it's 24,998 words, and I have to kill my character with a cell phone before that, or else I fail and I don't win. That's it. That's it. So your your week three goal is to not um, just cut your story short, and <laughs> it's to get some catch up by utilizing your time wisely. Yeah. I, my grandma t- has a 90th birthday party on Saturday, so my weekend is toast. No, oh, no. Because my grandma parties like she's turning 60. Okay. You know, you know it. So, um, my weekend is kind of toast, but I week three, I just need to buckle down. I need to buckle down and do it and knock out a couple thousand words every day, so that I'm not. I know I'm not going to bust out five thousand words in a session. I just know it's not going to happen. But yeah, rather not than, one session. That that would yeah. That would probably break your mind. I gotta put. I just gotta put a little bit over the top. I think my Scrivener tells me I need to write like 2,500 words a day to catch up right now. But it has days off, too, so it might be messed up. But yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. Week three, coming for you. I mean, that doesn't sound like an unreasonable goal. Like 2,500 words a day sounds... Right. It's not a, you know, it's not chump change, but it's doable. Yes. So I have faith in you. The biggest problem I know and understand or feel is that... It, when you skip one day or when you miss one day and you're like, oh, okay, 1,600 words, that's not a lot. But when you have to look at it as, oh, 3,200 words? Oh, shit, that's a lot. Yeah. That's, <laughs> when when the 1,600 becomes 3,200, you go, oh, shit, oh, no. Yeah. This is bad. It's true. But everyone else out there, please let us know how week, how week three is going. I think James at the end is going to give the, the voicemail number. Um, I know it ends in wham. That's the only thing yes, I know about it. I actually put it in my note that we should do some social media this time. So real yeah. quick so that James doesn't have to, you can find us on Twitter. We are at whamjuicepod. That is W-H-A-M juice pod. You can email us at wethotamericanmoonjuice at gmail.com. Or if you want to hear your voice speaking your words on our show, you can call 901-800-WHAM, that is W-H-A-M, and we will put your your voice saying your words on our show. Well, and look, it doesn't have to be words. If you want, and this is a free service we provide, if you want to dial that number and just cry, you can do that. Yep, you can do that. Please don't dial the number and just like... 
gross heavy breathe into the phone. We've gotten no. a bunch of those and we just, I mean, we, we send them to Daniel, but after that, <laughs> we delete them. We download them yeah. and send the files to Daniel to do with what they want. We don't yeah. ask questions, but then we do just delete the heavy, the awkward heavy breathing ones. That's but yeah, right. if you want to so. just cry or just scream real loud, I mean, yeah. our audio guys are really good. They can they can turn down the gain on that. Exactly. They, we will be crying with you. You can believe that. Yeah. So, yeah, call us. Tell us how your nano's going. Make us feel better about ourselves. Say some words that aren't the word you meant to say. Yeah. Tell us how you're going to kill like, your characters just so that you can stop putting yourself through this thing that you elected to do. Exactly. Yeah. Tell us like, what I couldn't your write plans are. Words. Yeah. Tell us what your plans are for uh, continuing to do nano over like the Thanksgiving break if you're in America. Yeah. Which also coincides with the last few days of nano, which yeah. doesn't normally happen. I, I imagine. Yeah. Where it's normally you at least get a little bit of uh, of a break. But now that Thanksgiving is like the 28th of November or something. It's yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. So do your best to get your word count ahead because you know you're not getting anything significant done that day. No. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be eating words. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm cooking that day. So we are hosting Thanksgiving this year. So I will be not doing words. Yeah, I forgot you were hosting Thanksgiving and we were all coming over. Every all the listeners and all of us oh, are coming I over to your house. I wish you would. Can you? Yeah, no, we will. Good, good. You can come yeah, we'll hang out. That. You can come hang out with my parents and my in-laws. And then everybody can sit on the couch and they can sit next to the dog and they can get David Javu about their story after they're scrolling through Facebook and then everything will be finished. Exactly. And that's how we Yay. win Nano, guys. We, that's how we, we win, it. win Nano. We solved and that's our sign off. That's how we win that's Nano. That's how we win Nano. That's way better than uh, Friendship Over Talk to You Never, which yeah, is how Rihanna and I closed our episode. <laughs> that is not, that's not fun. Although you did just remind me we're never talking again on this show, I and know, that does make me sad. I know, but we're going to talk a whole bunch in the group chat. Yay. And, All right. And so we'll, I guess, leave with that. We, we, we love you. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.